This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Danny Wexelman with Jennifer Langosh, who covers the Cardinals for MLB.com. Jen, so great to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Danny, as always. Yes. All right, Jen, we got a lot of things to cover with this Cardinals team. Obviously, they are rearing to get themselves back in order back to October baseball. But first and foremost, I just want to really quickly talk about Yadier Molina. It was just announced he was named the Roberto Clemente Award winner. And to anyone who follows the Cardinals or knows Yadier Molina, this is no surprise, right, Jen? It's not. But you know what? It's it's nice and it's neat for him to start to get some national recognition because he is a guy who has always done a lot off the field, a lot of charity work. And, and a lot of times it goes unnoticed. Perhaps, you know, that the most attention he brings to it is his Instagram post, which he's done <laughs> here in the last year. But, you know, what Yachty has done with his foundation for which he founded in 2010 is remarkable in terms of helping children um, down in Puerto Rico. But really, I think what this award brings to light is the work that he did in Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. Two mm-hmm. days after the Cardinals season ended last year, Yadi boarded a flight with his family, with members of his foundation. And for 14 straight days, he basically worked from sunrise until about midnight, 1 a.m., walking the streets of Puerto Rico, his, his hometown and other neighboring cities, passing out food and water and ice and provisions for hurricane victims. He rebuilt roofs and homes. He cleared debris out of the roadway. He didn't just send relief. He, he was the relief. And, you know, he has continued those efforts since returning home from that trip. Of course, he had a charity softball event down in Puerto Rico last December that raised $200,000. And he's headed back there again this offseason to continue with rebuilding efforts. As he said, there's still work to be done. So, so a really neat you know, award for him and obviously a tie to the great Roberto Clemente, also a Puerto Rico native. Um, so this award, very special for Yadier Molina, who now has a, an award to add to his growing collection of them. But this one with his hero, Roberto Clemente. All right, Jen, let's switch gears. There are a couple of players that you recently wrote about that are facing the unknown in 2019. They don't know where they're going to be or what's going to happen. We've got Brett Cecil, Dexter Fowler, Luke Gregerson, Carson Kelly, Jose Martinez. Um, Obviously, some of those guys who played huge factors in the season. Jose Martinez, Jen, let's talk about him. Where do you see him going? Yeah, it's interesting, Danny, because his future is uncertain, not because of anything he didn't do last year, um, but really just because of the questions that still, you know, surround him in terms of what he can do defensively, right? I mean, he has, you know, I know the season Matt Carpenter had, I think gets, he probably gets the most attention here in St. Louis, but Jose Martinez was the most consistent hitter from start to finish on this Cardinals team last year. The problem is where do the Cardinals find a place for him? We saw him play first base for a while this season, really had some issues there defensively. He finished the year as the team's everyday right fielder, did okay, was, was sufficient, but as the Cardinals look to upgrade 
upgrade this winter, they're going to look at other right field options. Realistically, the best fit for Jose Martinez is to serve as a designated hitter. Obviously, that's not an option here in St. Louis. So as I look for ways that the Cardinals might address some of their other deficiencies, I do wonder and suspect that, that they'll likely try to dangle Jose Martinez as a trade chip this winter. And he'd be a great one. There's still four years of control over him. Another team, you know, potentially, again, an American League team that could use him as a designated hitter might see some value in that. And perhaps the Cardinals could, could flip him for something like left-handed relief, which is something that they need a lot of. Yeah. And actually, Jen, you know, you just reminded me as obviously we see a lot of guys, um, you know, go to different teams. And I've been talking about this with a couple of other um, reporters, how you're seeing former players in the World Series right now. So that just made me think of Joe Kelly. Um, Joe Kelly, obviously shining for the Red Sox right now in the World Series. Um, you know, what do you what do you know about Joe Kelly that that some people may not know? So Joe Kelly is a jokester first off. And I imagine <laughs> that his personality has only gotten bigger in Boston than it was here in Pittsburgh. It was pretty darn big. Uh, but, you know, we always knew that Joe Kelly was very talented, right? I mean, he was a guy who yeah. quickly through the system, uh, you know, he pitched mostly as a starter here in St. Louis and was still touching 98-99. So you thought that this was a guy, if you moved him to a relief role could certainly hit triple digits. And as we've seen, he has been able to in Boston. But, you know, I think back to that trade, Danny, because you, you see the success Joe Kelly had, and, and I'm sure Cardinal fans are thinking, man, it'd be nice to still have him here in St. Louis. Yeah. That trade was also very beneficial for St. Louis. I mean, number one, it landed them John Lackey, who helped pitch them back to the postseason in 2014, got within right. a really close of returning to the World Series. And, you know, it also, on the flip side of things, also shed them of the contract of Alan Craig, which allowed some financial flexibility to, to play out for this organization. So, you know, it's one of those trades that I think both sides would say they benefited from. But certainly I know there are some you know teammates still remaining here that, that played with Joe Kelly who are rooting him on this postseason. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see, Jen. I was just talking to Jason Beck, and obviously there are former Tigers shining on that stage. Um, so it, it it's kind of it's kind of cool to see that. Um, let's stay kind of in the same world, but let's talk about free agents for a second because two of the biggest ones, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, um, are are up for the taking. Basically, um, I talked to Todd Zalecki, and I think the Phillies, you know, have a pretty good chance of landing one of those guys. Do the Cardinals have a chance? of landing one of those guys? They have a chance, Danny. I'm not going to put that chance very high, but but I'll tell you this. you know Everything lines up for this organization to be able to make a run at either of those guys. And by that, I mean, you look at the positions of need for this team. The obvious fit would be third base and right field. So positionally, you could go after Machado or Harper in that regard. Um, this is a team that needs a left-handed bat. You know, So Bryce Harper checks that box. This is also a team looking for a superstar, looking for a face of the franchise. You know, we talked about Yadi Molina, and he has long been the face of the franchise here, Adam Wainwright as well. But these are two players who are hitting kind of toward the end of their career. If you can bring in a young 26-year-old like a Machado or a Harper who would be here for the next eight to 10 years, let's say, that could kind of transition from the old regime to the new regime. And lastly, this is an organization that has the financial flexibility to do so. I mean, they don't have any contracts kind of hanging over them as Albatross is, you know, leading into the upcoming seasons. Uh, you know, Wainwright's big deal ended this past season. Yachty's contract is only for two more seasons. This is a team that just had a very lucrative TV deal start this year. So they do have the money to be players. And I expect that they will be. I still think that Bryce Harper probably is the better fit, you know, over Manny Machado, though, again, 
go after either player if they wanted to. The big question, though, and there's two of them, you know, number one, do either of those players desire to play in St. Louis? You know, I think what recently in free agency is some players, you know, have preferred to maybe be on the coast or in bigger cities and other markets. You know, Jason Hayward said no, David Price said no, Giancarlo Stanton last year said no, and, you know, obviously ended up in New York. So how do the Cardinals pitch St. Louis to these players? I think that's going to be key. And then the other side is what's the bidding war going to be? You mentioned the Phillies. Yankees and the Dodgers and the Cubs, you know, the Nationals probably, you know, try to go after Harper again. You're talking about really big market teams with a lot of spending power that are going to be going after these same players. Can the Cardinals match those offers? I think that's a question. And this is a team that is always very hesitant to overpay and for good reason, you know, and they've had a lot of success being very um, prudent with their finances. But this could be a situation that if you really do want to land one of those two players, you might have to overpay. And let's see how uncomfortable the Cardinals are willing to get. Yeah. And Jen, you know, what's so interesting to me actually is just that the fact that you said, how do you sell St. Louis? I, to be honest, Jen, and of course I will admit I grew up in St. Louis. I never thought that you would have to sell someone on coming to play for the Cardinals, but it seems like today players are are looking kind of almost for another X factor. It's not necessarily just the world championships and the history and the legends that have come through to play or how, you know, incredible of a ballpark Bush stadium is it they they're looking for a little bit more. Um, so it's just really interesting to hear you say, you know, how are they going to sell St. Louis? I obviously realize you know, playing in New York or LA or even Chicago, maybe a little flashier than St. Louis. But it's it's just interesting to hear you say, how do you sell, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals? So that's, uh, that's funny to hear. But um, let's talk about David Bell really quick, Jen. Uh, former Cardinals bench coach for a couple of seasons, um, hired by the Reds. Uh, what do you know about David Bell? And is this an interesting uh, jump for you? I think David's going to be an excellent major league manager. Now he served here first as an assistant hitting coach for the Cardinals, then moved up as a bench coach under Mike Matheny for a few seasons. Um, he was very well liked from, from the player, the players respected David. David actually ran spring training for the most part. He was the guy who scripted it out um, and kind of managed it, you know, for Mike Matheny. So he had a lot of experience there. And of course he went off to San Francisco this past year to, to manage the, you know, their farm system. So <laughs> somebody who, you know, when I remember speaking to David, you know, a couple of years ago, he had long aspired to be a major league manager. You know, he comes from great baseball lineage. His father was a manager um, and that was always his end goal. I think he'll relate very well to players. I think he is someone who strikes a very good balance in terms of understanding and incorporating analytics, but also, you know, being a very personable guy who can control a clubhouse be a very good communicator. He's very organized. So um, I think he'll make the Cincinnati Reds better. And it's going to be interesting, Danny, because this NL Central is not going to get any easier, right? I mean, we've seen Chicago come on the last couple of years. We've seen what the Brewers have done the last two seasons. The Cardinals are always going to be players. And especially if they have a big offseason, there could be exciting things ahead. You add a rebuilding Reds roster into that, and it's going to be a tough, tough division to get through. So, you know, selfishly and personally, I look forward to seeing David Bell a little more this season. Um, <laughs> make that Cincinnati team a little bit harder for the Cardinals. Yeah, the division is definitely shaping up to be, I think, the most competitive one um, out of everyone else, which is good. It's great. You know, let everyone have a chance and let's let's beat everybody at their best, right? Not not a, a team that doesn't have a chance. I really like that. Um, and lastly, Jen, Arizona Fall League, because besides the World Series going on, Jen, there are so many other things happening in baseball right now, like the Fall League. And the Cardinals have a guy who is shining out there, right? 
Yeah, Tommy Edmond, who I don't know, you know, how familiar Cardinal fans are with his name yet, but you should be. This get to know it. Yeah, get to know him. He was a guy who made it up to Double A last year, a former sixth round pick, um, just in the 2016 MLB draft. So he's you know risen through the system fairly quickly. But he's having, he's putting together a very nice showing in the Arizona Fall League, batting 333. Hasn't played all that much. He is a guy though to kind of put a star next to. As you kind of come into spring training, I would expect him to be an invitee to Cardinals big league camp. A super utility type guy. You know, he's very much maybe in the same mold that we saw Jairo Munez. Um, emerge this year Greg Garcia in the past somebody who can play across the infield has a little bit of speed can steal some bases uh, can get on base so Tommy Edmond putting together a nice first impression down there in Arizona all right there we go so the the word of the day Jen is optimism and excitement and uh, you know here we go for the other season there's no off season it's just the other season right now so we're all gearing up and as always Jen man wealth of knowledge you're so insightful and I love talking to you I love talking to you, Danny. And hopefully, as we keep going through the offseason, we'll have plenty to talk about here in St. Louis. I have a good feeling, Jen. I have a good feeling. If you would like to read Jen's work, follow her on social media. You can go to MLB.com slash Cardinals and check out all that good stuff. With Jen Langosh, I'm Danny Wexelman. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.